We're in Simon Reisha and Vav. We're up to Siv Dalid, and today we'll be doing Dalid and Hey. What happens if there was a light on in the house and a non-Jew comes and lights another one? So you're allowed to use the, the light that he lit so long as the first one's still burning. The reason for that, because I'm not, even though there's more light and I'm benefiting, so long as I could have used the first light, I'm allowed to benefit from the second light. The whole reason why it's Osir B'diyevit is Xera, that once I benefit from it, I'm going to be tempted to tell him next week, or, or, or later on Shabbos, to do Malacha for me, that's only when there's a major Hanal, such as, I couldn't read, now I can read. Whereas if the room already had a light, now I can read better than before, that's not enough to make it Osir. Whereas, if after the first one goes out, I'm not allowed to use the second one. I had a, a lantern, an oil lantern that was burning, and the non-Jew went and added oil. I'm allowed to use it so long as it could have burned with the oil that was there from before Shabbos. And afterwards it's Asr. The, so the, the, um, the halachi is that even though I'm benefiting from it, since, I'm, I'm, since I am um, doing something that I could have done anyway, it's mutter. This is all bidiyevit. L'chatchila, you're not allowed to ask a non-Jew to turn on a second light, even though the benefit from it is, is minimal. The Isra Amira still applies. Says the Ramah, Hagah, U'mutter limchos b'ni Yehudi sheba lahalik of shemen. I'm allowed to stop him. So the Mepharshim asks, what do you mean, I'm allowed to stop him? Why shouldn't I be allowed to stop him? So they answer, I would say, don't talk about it altogether. By talking about it, it sounds like I'm already in the business of Amir Liakum with him. Lemaisa, once I tell him not to, and he does it, it's considered that he's doing it of his own accord, and I don't have to leave the house, like what we said before. Unless... If this is, uh, unless um, it's all a game where he knows that I have a chiv to make a macha, but that he'll do it anyway because I want to benefit from it. And as we said before, if he's using my candle, there's a chiv of macha. Now, there was one other case that the Mishnaburu brings down. A non-Jew tried to adjust my flame. I had a candle burning. He tried to make it burn better, and by accident he put it out, and then he turned it on again. This will go. Uh, this this halacha is very common. A non-Jew comes into your house. He accidentally shuts your lights. So he turns them on again. Do we say that that's considered? He turned it on for you, and now you can't benefit from it. The answer is no. He turned it on for himself because he feels guilty that he shut it. Sivhei, ba'artzos karos, ba'artzos karos in the in the cold lands, mutuleni yudi lasas madur bishvilaktanim. A non-Jew was allowed to make a fire for the sake of, of the young because they're sensitive to cold. And the adults can have hana from it. And if it's very cold, then even for adults it's mutter because of hakol chola meitz and unlike those who are matir, even though it's not especially cold. Now this is all for the sake of Shabbos, not for the sake of Matzoi Shabbos, unless 
it's really going to be an emergency on Motzai Shabbos. Um, what happens for people that are makels? The Mishnah says, don't tell them anything because Mutav Shogun, they're not going to listen to you anyway. Um, the um, the Mishnah says, in a case where uh, in, in a case where it was done bekablanus, uh, uh, it could be that that's considered that he did it of his own accord, and you don't have to leave. Even though you were the one that asked him to do it, but you're paying him for it, it could be that we would not consider that that you asked him um, to ask your and require to leave your home.